Today's daf is daf Kuvches. We're holding uh, about eight, nine lines down on Kuvzayin Amud Beis. Amr Abchiya Bar Yosef. Amr Abchiya Bar Yosef. I tell you, Tana's gone up Bikodon. So we have a person that was given a Bikodon to watch, and he claims that it was stolen, right? And he, and the din is that if he actually stole it himself, but he swore falsely that it was stolen, and then he admits. So under such circumstances, what would be the din? So uh, he would have to pay a Karen Chomish and an Asham. But if Adam would come and testify that he had stolen it, and he had sworn, you need the Shvua, so then he's going to be Chayv Kefal. So Rav Chibar Yosef is uh, putting in the following nuance, is that in order for the person to be Chayev Kefal, it had to be also that he was Shalach Bayad, that he had used the item. He had misappropriated the item, meaning he had used it for himself, prior to making the false oath. We'll see why he learns that way. But if he had not used it, and all he did was that he swore falsely that it was stolen, he hadn't, then he would only have to pay the Karen, he would not have to pay the Kefal. So in order to create the Chi of Kefal, he has to have the had to be Shalach Bayad. He had to have used it himself before he took the oath. Alright? Why? We'll see. He's only going to be chayv the kefil if he in fact used it. Now, using it did not damage it or anything like that. He just went and used it. He wasn't supposed to be using it. He was a shomer. Then, if he swears how false it was stolen, then he's chayv. So says the Gemara, my timer, what would the reason be? So he says, the reason is, the Amakra, the Pasuk, says like this. If you take a look, the Pasuk that talks about him, Chayev, Kefal, uh, says, Im lo If you can't find the Ganav, like he said there was a Ganav, because why can't you find the Ganav? Because he himself is the Ganav. V'nikra Balabais Elohim, and the Balabais will be brought before the, the, uh, the, the judges. Im lo shalach yad to see if he did not. He learns to see if he did not use the item. Then the next pasuk says that if he swears and he, and 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 he's found and, and and he's found to be a liar, he has to pay kefal. But you see that the pasuk emphasizes Elohim to see if he did not use the item. So you see that that's a critical point over here. Did he or did he not use the item before he took the oath? This implies that it's a critical point, that it's only if he actually used the item can you be him the kefal. You see that it means to say, the Prophet must be telling us that the chi of kefal is tied to his misappropriating the item beforehand. But if he did not misappropriate the item before he took the oath, then he would only be chai of the keren, he would not be chai of the kefal. So Amaluhu Rab Khibar Abba that said to this was Rab Khibar Yosef, he said, Hachiam Rabbi Yochan, Rabbi Yochan disagrees with you. Rabbi Yosef said, Bo medis alavusa shonu that the Pasuk is discussing where the animal is standing by the trough. Means the animal never was used for any other purpose than what it initially was brought to your house to be doing, to be watched. It was standing by its trough, it was standing eating. You never misappropriated. Even if you didn't misappropriate it, you're still high of careful under such circumstances. 
So we'll see exactly clarification of Yochanan, but Yochanan is disagreeing for sure of Chibar Yosef, because Rachibar Yosef said that you're only high of Kefal if what? If what? It was Shalach Yad. And Rabbi Yochanan saying is Yechayv Kefal when it wasn't Shalach Bayad. So Amal Rab Zeyra. Rab Zeyra has an interesting Shaila here. Rabchia Bar Abba, Rabchia Bar Abba is quoting Rabbi Yochanan that he's saying Yechayv where the animal was standing by the, by the trough that Yechayv Kefal is that mean even, he's saying even if it was standing by the trough, meaning for sure, if you did something wrong and you misappropriated before you took the oath, that you're going to be high of kefal. What he's adding is, even if you did not, or fakert, he's saying exactly the opposite. He's saying the only chi of kefal will be is if you did not misappropriate the item. But if you, uh, only if it stood, stood by the trough, and then you took the oath, then you're going to be chayv kevel. But if you already misappropriated the item before you chayv, you, you, before you took the oath, then in such a case, you'd only be chayv kevel, not kevel. Now, what's the sorrow for that? We'll see in a moment. The opposite. Right? Why? So, what is it like this? So, Amalei Rav Zeyla Rav Chibar Abba. Davka bo medes alavusa ka'amar. Was Rabbi Yochanan Davka saying, Davka, where you never misappropriated, was standing by the trough. Then you're chayev when you took a false oath and said it was stolen and actually you had it. Aval shalach bayad. But maybe he held like this because it could be if you're shalach bayad, you misappropriated, you're already chayev like a goslin. So, maybe the only time you're chayev kefal is where what made you into the goslin is your shvua. Meaning where you had, you're a shomer, and you swore falsely, that turned you into the goslin. But if you already were a goslin from before, why were you a goslin from before? Because you already, made maybe the misappropriation of the item, your shomer, now you used it, and you weren't supposed to use it, maybe that already turned you into a goslin. So now when you take the oath, you're taking the oath, you're already a goslin before you took the, before you took the oath. So maybe that, that type of an oath is not machai of you, Will not be mechay of you, the kefal. So when it says like this, aval shalach boyad kona. You already were kona. Kona means you already had all liabilities, all the liabilities that are there in addition to the shmira. For example, your shomer chinam gneva vayvei. All those things you're potter from. But when you're shalach boyad, so maybe you already already have all those liabilities. So the oath did not, the shvur you made did not up the ante in terms of your liability. You already had that level. So maybe such an oath is not going to be machayv you kefal. And the shvur doesn't do anything for you. The shvur doesn't do anything. The shvur is not, is not adding the ante in terms of liability. Because your liability level already was raised at what point? When you were shalach boyan. So basically, Rav Zera is asking for clarification as to Rav Yochanan's shita. Was Rav Yochanan disagreeing with Rav Yosef that Rav Yosef held that it's only if you did use it before, then you're chayv kefal for your shvua. But if you did not use it before, because the Pesach says, it's mashma, that it's dependent on using it. But if you didn't use it, you're not chayv kefal for whatever reason, could be exeris or kosem. And Rabbi Yochanan's coming along and saying, is he saying that, no, even if you used it, you're chayav kefal. Even if you didn't use it, you're chayav kefal. Or is he saying, it's dafka if you didn't use it. Why? Because if you used it, you already have additional liability from when you used it. So the shvur is not adding anything. So maybe in such a case, the shvur is not mechayav the kefal. So that's the question. Definitely arguing. The question is, how much? How much are they arguing? So Rabbi Chibar Abba said, I did not know, I did not have that clarification from Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan himself did not make 
a statement of clarification as to what his position was when he said Omedes Alavusa. Is it Afilo Omedes Alavusa or Davko Omedes Alavusa? He wasn't clear. But from another ruling of Rabbi Yochanan, perhaps we can clarify what Rabbi Yochanan meant over here. But Kiyotzebashamati. Something similar to this, I did hear. What was similar to this? Amrav Asi, Amrav Yochanan. We have another statement that was made in the name of Rav Yochanan by Rav Asi. What did Rav Asi say? Hatoyntainas Ovad. Let's say a person claimed that it was lost. Alright? Now, Hatoyntainas Ovad, there's no din kefal on a case of Hatoyntainas Ovad. So even if he was lying, right? In the case of Hatoyntainas Ovad, if he was lying, he would not be high of kefal if Adam come and say, well, we saw it in your backyard, right? However, v'nishba, and he swore, v'chazar v'tan tontanas ganav. And then he retracted. He said, gentlemen, I, 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 I made a mistake or whatever it is. It, actually, it was not lost. But what happened to it? It actually was stolen. So, and, and it comes out he was lying about that too. V'nishba. However, ubo Adam and Adam showed up to say, say that, what do you mean? It was, whether it was lost, whether it was stolen, but it was in your backyard. It was in your backyard. So now let's analyze this for a moment. When he claimed that it was lost, right? He was told Tainus Avad. At that point, that first time he took the oath, he already exonerated himself with the oath from, from, uh, from, uh, from additional liability. Basically, he was invoking his right as a Shomer to be Potter for Gneva Vaveda by doing that. Now he retracted, right? He said, I wasn't really lost, and he swore again that it was stolen. And now Adam show up and say that he was lying. Now, Lechorah, should he be Chayef Kefal or not? Now, on one hand, you could say, well, he did swear falsely that it was stolen. The second claim was Tontanus Ganev. He swore falsely. Adam show up. So if Adam show up, it's the case of Tontanus Ganev. Why should he not be paying the Kefal? The answer is, because since he already swore in the case of Tontanus Avad, so what he swear now, Tontanus Ganev, he's not, li- he's not increasing his liability. Because the capacity of liability was already increased when he was Tointanas Avad. So you see from here that the, that the Shvua by Tointanas Ganav, your Yochanan must be holding, that in order to be Chayv Kefal, it has to be the Shvua that you're invoking your exemption from liability for. But if you've already have the, the liability level has already been invoked, already been uh, created from before, so then in such a situation, you will not be Chayev for the case. So therefore, let's go back to our case. So when the person became, if you hold that using the item already made you into a Ganev, and you've already now already invoked, you, you've already Chayev and all of the additional liabilities as a Ganev, so when you take the oath, it does not create a new level of liability for you, so then you'd have to say that if Yochan holds it's Dafka, if the animal was not used, but if the animal was used, the, the, the Shvur would not be Mechayev, you careful. We're trying to bring a proof from it. We're trying to bring an, uh, an analogy to the two cases. So my time, why are you part from careful when you swore falsely on Tantanus Ganev, Lachor Tantanus Ganev should be Chayev careful? It must be because you already swore before. You already acquired, means you already acquired all the liabilities that you can in the first time when you made the Shvua on the Tarantana's Avad. So, so that would be a proof. I compare whether he used it or not. What's that? How does, how does it compare to because argument? if you hold that, a, to, that using it turns you into a Ganav. So at that point, you, for, when you're a Shomer, you're only Chaya for 
for for seventy percent of the things. You're not high for hundred percent of the things, right? When you become a ganav, you become a hundred percent. You chayv in hundred percent of things. So maybe the din is when is the time time is ganav? That was the happening. When is time time is ganav? You chayv kefal is if you your shvuah created a level of liability. It turned you into the ganav that you before you were shomer. Now the shvuah made you into the ganav. It created it, it it added the additional liability. The shvuah. But if you became a Ghana from before because you used the item, I already have any additional liability. So my Shvua never really added any diff- any level of liability. On that, you're not going to be Chayv. What is the Raya from here? Because when you said Tarantanus Avad, you already increased your liability to 100% at that point. So now you went and say Tarantanus Ghana afterwards. That's why you're Potter. So it's a Raya that that is the Svar. The Svar is if you used it before and became a Ghana, you would not be Chayv again if you swore, to, uh, if you swore uh, because there's no additional liabilities created by your oath. So Amar Loi, he says it's not a Raya. There's no raya from that. It could be that even if you used it, and then you went ahead and you were turned time as Ghana, you could be chayv kefal. Why is it not a question then from this case over here? I could say over here is that it could be that the reason why you're not chayv kefal. Remember, in order for it to be chayv kefal, it has to be a shvur that is invoked by based in. Based in have the right to invoke the shvur upon you. Now, when you turned time as avad, you took the oath. The owner's right to go to Basin to get you to swear has already been discharged. The fact that you're recanting and saying it wasn't really lost, it was stolen, that's not a right that the owner had to impl- impl- impress the shvu upon you. That's something that's self-imposed. On self-imposed, you're not going to be high of Kefal. So you have no raya over there that you're potter from Kefal because of the reason you said. The reason why you're potter from Kefal over there is because the Shvur doesn't have the efficacy. Why doesn't it have the efficacy? Because you already discharged your Shvur already to the owner of the first. When you said, Tain Tain is gone, if you already, uh, Avan, you discharge your Shvur. That's why you're not chayv there. But whether or not it's because your level of liability has already been maxed or whatever, that, you have no proof from that. There's no proof. There's no bearing on our case. That's not a raya. Because he says, uh, The reason over there you can't be chayv because you already discharged your shvur to the owner the first time you took the oath. And itmar nami, and we have a proof from it, it was stated in the name of Rabbi Yochanan. The exact point was stressed in the name of Rabbi Yochanan. It says, Someone said that something was lost and swore falsely about the Bikodon's watch and there was lost. And he swore, and then he retracted and he said it actually wasn't lost it was stolen and he went and made a second oath and Adam showed up he's potter says Rabbi Yochanan Beferish why is he potter since he already discharged the shvur to the owner with the first shvur the shvur when he was turned on his oven therefore what? So therefore, the second oath he made was more of a self-imposed oath. It was not one that legally the owner had a right to make him swear. And the only time you have kefal is only when what? When the owner legally has the right to make you make you take an oath. All right, Viter. Only the best thing that counts then. What's that? Only the best in the for kefal. For kefal, has to be one where the owner could take you to based in to make you swear. In this case, the fact that you yourself are on retracting on your own, that wasn't self. That was a self-imposed thing. That wasn't based in able to be machayvi through the owner. That's why you don't have kefal. You have no raya to the shaila. So basically, we have like this. We have one opinion for sure. With the opinion of Chibai Yosef. Chibai Yosef said the Feirish because he read the pasuk that you're only chayiv only if what. 
only if you actually did misappropriate the item before you made the shvur. But if you didn't misappropriate the item before you make the shvur, based on the pasuk, he's understanding there would be no chi of kefal. Rabbi Yochanan, it's not clear. Rabbi Yochanan for sure holds that if you didn't misappropriate the item, you chayv kefal on your shvur. The question we're not sure about: what does he hold? What would happen in a case where you did misappropriate that was left undecided? But now we have a third shita that's clear. Amrab Sheshes, a case where a person claims it was lost, uh, that it was stolen, Atontan's Ganav by the Kodon, his claims were stolen and actually he kept it. If he misappropriated, it says, what does Rav Sheshes say? Yutaka would be Potter. My time, what's the reason? Because he actually reads the Pasuk, the word in the Pasuk, the word E could either mean if, or the, the, the word E could mean that. The word E can mean a number of different things. So one says like this, that the owner was brought to the judges. Oh, it's really the, the Shomer over here. Uh, that, uh, that he did not Sent forth his hand from leches reayu. That's a critical piece of it. He's only conta- he'll only be chayav im lo shalach yad leches reayu. But it, it, then he'll then he, then then he'll be chayav. But if he was shalach yado, he reads the buzzer. But if he was shalach yad leches reayu, right? Then taka no im shalach yad they be potter. You can only bring him to the basin to be chayav the kefal if he did not use the item. But if he had used the item, he will even if he swears he will not be chai of the kefal, be chai of Karen. Because like this far we had before, because he already turned himself into a Ganav, so the oath is not going to be Mechaev and the Kefal if he already turned himself into the Ganav. That's what Rav Sheshaz is using, basing himself based on reading the, uh, his way of reading the Pasuk. Hashalach Yodo, but if he would have used it, Potter, he would be Potter. So basically, right now, we have the possibility of, of potentially three different opinions here. You have Chirbar Yosef, Chirbar Yosef that says that you're only going to be Chayev Kefal if what? If you did misappropriate. You have Rav Sheshes goes the other direction completely. He says, no, Imshalach Yad Melechaz Re'eyu, the Bozak saying, that he didn't, only if he didn't use it, but if he did use it, he would not be Chayev Kefal. And then you have Rav Yochanan, which is not clear, clear how, how, what he holds. Okay. So Amalei Rav Nachman. So Rav Nachman asked Rav Sheshes the following question. We know actually when you're brought to Beistin and you're a Shomer and you're claiming that it either was stolen or lost, you actually have to make three oaths. There are three oaths that you have to make. What are the three oaths that you have to make? There are three oaths that we make him swear. Let's go, what, what are they? One is, One is that I was not negligent. Meaning that it could be the item was stolen or the item was lost. But in order for me not to be responsible for the item, it has to be that what happened to the item was not a direct result. I didn't leave the door open. I didn't leave your... It has to be that I wasn't negligent. So the first Shvua Shalopashati, I wasn't negligent. Right? Shalopashati Bo. The second one is Shvua Shalopashati Bo Yad is that I did not misappropriate the item. I did not violate my agency by using the item. And the third one is Shvua Shainabershusi. And the third one is that even though I'm claiming it was stolen or it was lost, I don't have it in my backyard. Alright, so those are three oaths that you have to make. 
Now, the Gemara understands like this. In order to understand what Rav Nachman is asking Rav Sheshis, the Gemara understands like this. There's no question in the case of, let's say, let's say it, wa- it wasn't in his backyard. So the third shua he took was true. And let's say he did not misappropriate it. So the second shua was true. The only thing that he violated was... He was negligent, left the door open. He would be chai of Karen. There's no chai of Kefal in such a case. Because he didn't steal it. Somebody else stole it. In that case, he would be chai of the Karen. So the case of Shush Levashati has got nothing to do with the Kefal. We understand that. Lechorah, the subsequent two cases, he under, the, Gemara, the Gemara understands right now, that has to do with the Kefal. Because for sure, the third one, that he makes a sure that I don't have it, and he does have it, and he'd say it was stolen, that's for sure going to be a candidate for the Kefal. The question the Gemara wants to know, the Gemara is saying, is that Lechorah, the second Shvur, that I never used it, is also in the Parsha of when he could be high of Kefal. So that's what the Gemara is asking, Lechorah. So therefore, based on that, we're going to ask the Hashan of Sheshus. Let's see it inside. So my love, is it not, the understanding of these three oaths, is that the Shvur that I never used it, is similar, Dumya has aspects like the similar to the Shvur, like the third Shvur, that I don't have it. Now, just as the third Shvur, we swears, I don't have it, when it comes out that he's lying, and that he actually does have it, what's the result of that Shvur? What happens there? He's going to be Chayef Kefal, right? If he swore he never had it and it was stolen, and we find out that actually it wasn't stolen by anyone else, but he stole it, right. so in that case is Chayef is Chayef Kefal. So too, says Rav Sheshes, it imp- uh, it, it, uh, says Rav Nachman, it makes sense to say that you should say the same thing. If he claims I never used it, and it ends up that he did, he did use it. He should also be chayev, the kefal, for the violation, the shvur that he swore falsely. So, Lachora, if that's true, then it's a kasha on Rav Sheshis. Why is it a kasha on Rav Sheshis? Only if you don't use it. Correct. So, Amar Leis, Rav Sheshis answered Rav Nachman incorrect. He says, why are you comparing the middle shvur to the last shvur? Why not compare the middle shvur to the first shvur? Just as the first shvur where he says, I wasn't negligent. There he violates and he was negligent. He's potter from the kefal, he's chai of the keren. So to the middle shvur, if he says, I never used and I did use it, I'll be chai of also the keren, but I won't be chai of the kefal. So he says, If you want to compare the shvur that I did not misappropriate, I did not use it, is dumya could be like the one that I wasn't negligent. Just as in the case where he swears that he wasn't negligent, when it comes revealed that he actually was negligent, he's potter mikefal. It's chayv the keren for sure, but it's potter mikefal. So to the shvur that I misappropriated, also when it comes out that he did use it, he'll be potter from the kefal, but he will be chayv from the keren. But then it comes out that would then support what Rav Sheshad is saying and not go against what he is saying. Let's go weiter. Boy Rami Barcham. Rami Barcham is going to ask a number of interesting shilas here. Momon amachayev kefal poitram in achaymish oidilma shvud machayev kefal poitram in achaymish. Listen to the shila outside and we'll see it inside. The Chachamim Shita we learned before that says like this. Let's say you testify... You swore falsely that it was stolen. Alright? And 
Adam show up, right? And Adam showed up, and then you and you admitted. So we had in Brisa before that says is the fact that Adam showed up is Machavia the Kefal, because your turn time has gone up and Adam came. The fact that you are Moda after that is Machayev you and the Karban Asham, but you're not going to be Chayev, you're not going to be Chayev the Chomish. Because since you're already paying the Kefal, you're not going to be Chayev the Chomish in addition. Now the question really is, what, 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 what Rami Barcham is asking, what is the source, what is the basis for not being Machayev in both the Kefal because of the Adim, and the Chomesh because of his admission. There's two ways to look at it. One way to look at it is that you have, you, you violated your Shvuah. You lied about the, 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 the Shvuah. So is it that Shvuah can only be Machai of you one set of moment? It can only be Machai of one set of moment. So since in this case the Shvuah is already being Machai of you the Kefal, so because of that, it cannot also be mechayev you the chomish. Means one shvur can only mechayev one set of money. It can't be mechayev you two. So the, there you go with the bigger one. Chayev for the kefal, not chayev for the chomish. That's one way of explaining it. The other way of explaining it, it's not as much as the shvur, but about the principle. The principle over here, which is what you did steal. The principle can it only generate one obligation of mammon, or can it obligate, or, 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 or can it obligate to? Or, or, is that the shot that the principle can only obligate one obligation of money? It's not because of the shvur, but it's because of the mammon. That mammon that you're on, on one set of mammon, you cannot generate a double. You cannot generate two sets of mammon. They can't do both the the. the uh, the cable and the chomish. Then one is going to say, what's the difference? The bottom line is the same. Is it the, sh- the moment can't generate it or is the shvul can't generate it? Why not kamino? So one wants to know. So again, let's read it inside. So, is it the moment that's mechaiv the kefal? That's why the moment from that is potram in a chomish. Or it's the shvul the mechaiv the kefal that cannot be mechaiv him on the chomish. Potram in a chomish. Whereas it's echidami. I mean, echidami is like another saying. So what's, what's, what's the scenario? What's the case? Is, this just a, is it a theory thing or is it, is it a practical Issue over here, which is a very big practical issue over here. Could go into Tontain as Ganev. Let's say the case the guy started off that it was Tontain as Ganev, right? We had before. For Nishba, and he swore falsely, it's actually the opposite of the case before, and he swore falsely, and then he retracted, and he said, you know, gentlemen, actually it wasn't stolen. Actually, I lost, and I'm going to swear to the fact that I lost it as well. And then he went and swore that it was lost. Now, What's the halacha of Anishba? And he swore falsely on that as well. Uva Adim, and Adim showed up, Akamaisa, on his first shvur. Means Adim showed up, you know, on Wednesday when you swore that it was stolen, we saw that it was in your backyard on Wednesday that it had not been stolen. It wasn't stolen. So now, now he admitted on Thursday he said it was lost and he swore about that and he admitted that actually it wasn't lost he actually had kept it himself so basically they came he first the first claim he made and swore falls it was stolen Adam showed up and said you lied then he claimed that it was lost and he swore on it and no Adam showed up on that and then he admitted on the second claim on the second shvur he admitted so now Lachora like this if the pshat is that one shvur cannot generate two payments, that's not a problem over here. Because the chi of kefal, the chi of kefal is being generated based upon his... Lost. 
fact that he that it no, was, it was stolen the first the, on the first floor. The Chiyuv cables coming because of the first floor. The Chiyuv Chomesh uh, is coming from his admission on the second shvur. So if it's one shvur, you cannot generate a repayment. There's two different shvurs over here. You could have two different payments. But if it's the principal, the mamon can't generate both payments. It's the same mamon over here. So therefore, you would only be able to pay one, not two. That's going to be the difference, says the Gemara. So Gemara says like this, Samai. So therefore, what's the din? Mamon the mechaiv the kefal, potram and achomish. It's the mamon that's mechaiv the kefal, cannot be mechaiv the kefal, the, the chomish as well. And since on this same moment he was already chayav kefal with his first shvur that he made, so therefore he cannot be chayav the chomish. Normally, it's the one shvur cannot generate both payments, the chomish and the 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 kefal the chomish. But that's not a problem over here. Why is that not a problem over here? Here, the second shvur, which is not being mechayav the kefal. That was on the case of Tontanus Avan. On that is is uh, is not chayv kefal for to chayv chumshon that is be chayv chumish so that's a valid child it's not just theoretical there's a practical difference is it the moment can't be mechayv both the kefal and the chumish or is it the shvur can't be mechayv both the kefal where there's two shvurs it's going to happen off gamina so one says like this I'm a rover Toshima come and listen I'm a mina shuk a person went over to someone in the marketplace and says, Hey, Chanshorish, you're a Ganav. Where's my stole, my, my, my shore that you stole? You stole my ox. Where's my ox that you stole? The who Omer loy ganafti. And he said, no, I did not steal. Now, bear in mind, gentlemen, at this point, if Adam would show up and said that he stole, without any shvur, we're not talking about a Shomer over here, we're talking about a straight up Ganav. So if Adam would have shown up, then he would have to pay the kefal. But not only that, what over here is, the guy said, he said, I never, I never stole. So he said, well, are you willing to swear to the fact you never stole? Now, there's no obligation on him to swear. He's not mechuyev to swear over here. Because if you, it's a motz mechavera levaraya. I say you stole. I, I didn't steal. You don't have to, you don't have to swear. But I, I said, what, you willing to swear? And he said, yes, I'm willing to swear. So, mashbiachani, I make you take an oath. Amar amen. Now, if I ate him, I said, Shagonvoy, ate him, showed up, that he swore. Meshalem Tashlum Ekefel. This guy has to pay Kefel. Now, why is he paying Kefel over here? Because he swore. No! He doesn't have to pay over here because even without the oath, he's a straight up Ghanav. So the, the Shvur is not the reason why he's swearing Kefel over here. The, 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 the reason he's paying Kefel is because he's a Ghanav, right? Now, the only reason it talks about a case that he swore is because the next piece of the b'risa. Now, let's say before the Adam showed up, without the Adam show up, he went and he admitted. So in such a case, So there would be a regular case of somebody who owes you money and he doesn't want to, and he swore falsely and he admitted without the Adam showing up. Now, ask the Gemara, the Gemara is going like this. That you see... Why is he high of the Kerem Cholmesh Asham? It gave a very unique case, gave a very specific case. Because he admitted without the Adam coming. It gave two options over there. If Adam showed up and nailed him, careful. If Adam didn't show up and he admitted, then he'd have to pay the Cholmesh, right? Now, Lechora, over here in this case, it's mashma. It's only because the Adam showed up that he bechayv the kefal and uh, right. It would be chayv kefal and it, it never and he would not bechayv the 
He would not be on the Sakis. Vahaha Adam Hudam Khaivalikfela. It's the Adam that I'm a Khaiv in the Kaful. Hodam Atzmo, if he would have admitted on his own, uh only and, and, and still it's only because, it gave, what, what, jumped to a, it jumped to two cases. It started off saying is that Adam showed up. Careful. Then it went to the case is that let's say that Adam didn't show up and he admitted. Then what happens? And he's going to be high of the Chomish, not going to be high of the Kefal. It's mashma though, if let's say that Adam showed up and he admitted, what would be the din? He wouldn't be high of the Chomish. The only way you made him high of the Chomish is what? Is because the Adim didn't show up. It's mashma that if Adim would have shown up, he would not have been high of the Chomish. Now, why wouldn't he be high of the Chomish? The, in this case, the Kefal is not coming because of the Shvur. The Kefal is coming because the Adim said you're a Ganif. The Chomish is coming because of the Shvur. So if the Pshad is one Shvur cannot generate two, that wouldn't be a problem over here. But if the pshat over here is that Mamon cannot generate two, then that still would be a problem over here. The one is bringing a raya that you see over here, it's a pshat that the Mamon cannot generate two. Because in order to be in the Chomish, you had to make it that the Adam didn't show up. So it's mashma that if the Adam would have shown up, then his admission would not have been mechayv in the Chomish. Why? I, the Adam, are not being mechayv, the, the, the Shvur is not mechayv in the Kefal. So you see, it's the moment can't generate the two. It's not the Indian that the Shvur cannot generate the two. That's more bringing as a proof. So more says, Vacha, Adam, who the mechayv like Kefal. It's Dafko when the Adam come, that is chayv the Kefal, and Hoda Ma'atzmo, and when he admits without the Adam being there, then it's, uh, in. Only then is chayv the Chomish. Aval Hoda Achar Adam, but if he would have admitted, and after the Adim would have shown up, he would not have been Chai of the Kefal, of the, the Chomish. Why can't he Chai of the Chomish after the, if the Adim showed up and then he admits? Why? Because they're already Chai of the Kefal. So you see though, it doesn't, it's not because of the Shvur, it's because of the Momon. If it's the Shvur that's Chai from Kefal, cannot obligate him the same Shvur from the Chomish, not a problem. Then why wouldn't he be Chai of the Chomish if he was Moda after the Adim? Let's see. In this case that we gave, it's not the shvur that's mechayv in the kefal. Why is it chayv the kefal? It's not because he violated, because he lied with a shvur. It's because he's a ganav. The Adam said he's a ganav. That's why it's chayv. So therefore, to chayv a chumsha, so let that shvur be mechayv a chumsha. El alash, mami, you know, it's clear from here that it's, that, that, it's, it's maman mechayv a kefal, potartim in a chumsha. That the same man is mechayv kefal cannot hold him accountable for the chumsha as well. Shmami, no, it is a good raya. Boy Ravina, Ravina asked the following question. What happens, can you have a scenario with two people that one guy could be high of the Chomish on the same theft? One guy could be high of a Chomish and the other guy could be high of the Kefal. So basically, what's his Shiloh? So he says like this, Hey Chidami, what's the case? I'll give you the case. You gave your ox to two people to watch. So two people, you have two Shomrim, you hire two guards to watch the the ox. Let's say, let's make it a Shomer Chinam situation, make it easier. Vitanabo Tonas Ganav. And both of them claim that Ganav, uh, broke into the compound, stole the ox. Alright? Chad Nishbavahoda. One swore that it was Tonas Ganav, and then he came back, he said, I lied. And he admitted. Vichad Nishbah, and the other one refused to admit. Uvo Adim, and Adim showed up to show that they, that they still had it. So now it comes out like this. 
Mi amrin my what's the din? Mi amrinan bechad gavra kapid rachmana d'lo meshalim chumshavakel. Even though we said before that concerning one set of money, you cannot be zapped with both chumish and kevel. Maybe that's only the same person can't be zapped with both for one moment. But here you're not having one person being zapped with both. The first guy that swore and then admitted, let him be high of the chumish. The second guy that swore and did not admit, and Adam said that he had it in the backyard, so maybe is it that one moment cannot generate both Chomish and Kefal when it's coming from one person? Here it's coming from two, so maybe Taki could still go ahead and do it. So therefore, so maybe me, I mean, and do we say v'chad gav with one person? Kapid Rachman of the Torah was makbid. The Torah uh, held uh, it was required that delom shalom chumshav kfeil. They can't do both payments for one guy. Ha'im shalom kfeil, ha'im shalom chumshav. And in this case, let one pay the kfeil for one another. Oh, dilma ilav echad mamona kapid rachmona. Or no, the Torah was makbid. What's the word for makbid? It was. Uh, in, insisted that uh, that for one mammon you cannot have double payment of chomish and kefil even if it would be for two different people. The low neshalim aloch chomish v'kefila v'achanami chad mammonu since it's only one mammon so you should not have both the chomish and kefil teku it remains. Unresolved. It's interesting how you would actually divide up that situation. How you would it doesn't tell you, but you would not. It may that you go with a kefil, you don't go with the. Uh, Chomish, perhaps, not sure. But the point is that that uh, well, they were in on it together. What's that? I mean, it, yeah, it, but it one guy, one admitted. guy admitted. So why should be have the kefil? It could be the guy admitted won't have to pay chomish in there because since the owner's getting kefil anyway, he'll bring a he'll bring an ashram and he'll pay the kefil. Maybe that would have worked. Problem of them having different chiyuvim. But it's generated by it was generated by one moment. We already said before that it was generated by moment. You don't have a double payment. That's what we said. All right, boy, Rav Papa. Right? What if you could have two chomishes or two kefils by one person? Right? So now, what's this shayla? What's the case? Chetan tanis avad v'nishva v'hoda v'chazar tan tanis avad v'nishva v'hoda In this case, the guy in based in A, let's say. You tan tanis avad, you said it was lost and you swore. And then in based in, and you never paid. And then, and then based in B, and then you admit it, and then you admit it, and then in B, and you never paid up, and then you went to based in B. The guy took you to another city. What happened? What was it talking about? It was lost, and you swore again. So you had two tontinus avads. So now each tontinus avad could generate a chomish. So do we say is that when the Torah says for one moment you cannot have dual payments when they different payments, one a kefil and a chomish, but let's say it would be double. Chomish, or the one is going to sue, or double kefil, maybe taka. You could have, even though it's generated by one moment. Or maybe there's no difference. Ta- two payments or two payments you cannot have. You can even ask if the chomish on the second one is added on top of the, pr- the, the first chomish becomes principal. Well, he never admitted on the first one, so it's not. That's only when he admitted to it. In this case, he's saying he never. And then only later he did, but that's only, right. That's right. Whatever. So, inami, or else, kigayin shetan tanaz ganav, v'nishba, uvo edim. So he said, I stole, and he, and, and, he, and, and he swore. I mean, he said it was stolen from me, and he swore. He never admitted. So Adam showed up. That right away is a zap. You get zapped for. Careful. And then and he never paid up. And then in another court, the guy took him to court again. The same thing happened. Because of a tantan has gone to Nishba, my. What's the din? Me amrinan tre gavni mamona kamrachmana dulanishtalmi love chad mamona. Is it two different types of money we said cannot be generated 
from one principle. You can't do a chomish and a kefal. Or a kefal and a chomish can't be done. But that's not a problem in these two cases. Why? Because it's the same type of moment. So a double of the same type. Maybe that's okay. The Torah says you cannot generate two mamon from one mamon. And therefore, So here too, it's tre mamona. Ninu, it's two mamon. Even though it's the same kind of mamon, but maybe you still, it makes no difference whether it's chomish and, uh, uh, and kefal, or it's chomish and chomish, or kefal and kefal, and therefore it would still not, you would not generate two payments. Toshima, come and listen. To Amar Rova, Posik says, Vechamishisov Yosef Alav. So the Posik says that Shilem also Barosh, you have to pay the Karen, and Vechamishisov Yosef Alav. And you pay the fifths. It's in the plural. It should have said so. Why does it say the fifths in the plural to teach me this din? That as long as it's the same momon, they both uh, fifths, you can have double chamishis. You can have, you can pay more than one. So therefore, Torah ribs are chamishios harbe. You can have multiple chamishios. And therefore, uh, lekeren echod. So therefore, and as Rashi's masber, so therefore the same way as you can have multiple chamishios, you could also have multiple kefals for one moment. The only thing you can't do is what? You can't have one chomish and one kefal that you cannot do. So Shema Amin. Alright. You read it chamishi sov instead of chamishi Right. There's a vav in there. There's a, there's a yud in there. Plural. 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 Yeah, that's the way in the post right. it's written. Is yeah. it actually a yud or it's mm-hmm. a... Without the yud it would seem not plural. Well, chamishi sov if you read it as vav v. Then it's plural. Whether the yud is there or not, the yud is it's there. The yud. Yeah, Hamish is say, but it doesn't. It doesn't. It's not. not there's not. It's not a chaylim. It's not a chaylim. All right. Let's say. Let's see the case. The case is like this. Now, um, in this is actually a major bab metziah sugya, and if you you learn ama, uh, in in hamafkid, uh, this is a sugya in, in bab metziah. The po- point is like this. Let's say you're a shomer chinam, and you decide, and 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 and. and the guy comes to you and says, where's my, where's my kesev, where's my kalim I gave you to watch? And you said, it was stolen, it was stolen. Right? Your claim was stolen from you, alright? And the owner says, okay, well if it was stolen, you potter on one condition though, what do you have to do? Sure. You have to make a shvur, alright? Now, the person takes the, sh- now, the, the now, the person takes the shvur. Right? So the Gemara in Baba, the, 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 the Mishnah in Bamatia says like this. Let's say he says, you know what? Making an oath is such a chomer thing. I don't want to take an oath. I would rather pay you. Forget about it. Don't take me to court. Don't take an oath. I'll pay you. My insurance will cover it. I'll pay you. I'll pay you for it. Fine. Then they find the Ghana. So the Mishnah says, since he paid then you are the owner, you, when he pays you, because of your, in your, the gratitude that he never gave you a hard time having to go to, right? You are makna the kefal to him. So when you find the ganav, who does the ganav have to pay kefal? Has to pay to the shomer. The karen for sure the shomer is going to get back because he paid. The shaili does he buy the kefal as well? Because at the end of the day, it's not, it's, it's the owner's kefal, it's not the shomer's. But he says, if you did not want to swear, and you were, um, and 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 you and and and, and you paid. You're also coming to the kefal. What the Gemara is going to talk about over here is what happens if you swore 
and then you decided to pay. So it's different in the case of the Mishnah in in in, in Bamatsia, because they're talking about if you paid without swearing. Here you swore, you invoked your right to be potter. And then you feel bad later on. You're not here to take the money. Not because you not because you claim uh that you did something wrong necessarily, but you 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 paid anyway. Then you find the Ghanav. Who does the Ghanav pay the Kefal to? Karen, you get back, because you paid the guy for the Karen. The question is, what about the Kefal? Who does the Kefal go to? So let's see, the Machlokas here, Rovan Abayim. Tavur Bailim Lishomer. The Bailim went to the owner and said, where's my object? So, Venezhbov, and he swore that it was stolen. Veshilem, and then he paid. Vehukar Ganev, and the Ganev then was identified. We found the Ganev. Kefal me. Who collects the cable? Abaya Amar Lebala Bikodon. Abaya says goes to the owner. Even though the Shomer paid, but he also swore. And therefore, the fact that he swore, it may, the, the object is owned by the, by the Bailim. And the Bailim get to keep the cable. Rava Amar Lemisha Bikodon Etzlo. No. To the one who had the Bikodon by him. Who's the one that had the Bikodon by him? The Shomer has the right to the cable. Let's see the shot. Abai Amr Labala Bikodon. He says the reason why it goes to the owner. Since you did force him to go to Basin to take the oath, so once you force him to go to Basin to take the oath, he is not doesn't have that gratitude because you just paid him without any headaches. He's mocking the kefal to you, even though you did pay him, but you only paid him after you forced him to go to Basin to have to, to fight with you making the shvur. So therefore, you don't get the fact you're paying the kefal. The the the, the, the um, the fact you're paying for it doesn't make you own the kefal. So lo makni like failure. The owner does not mark the kefal to you. Rav Amr Lemisha Bikodon Etzloi says no. It does go to the one who the Bikodon was by him, the Shomer Kevin de Shilem. Because at the end of the day, once you've paid, so then makni like The owner at the end, his gratitude to you. The bottom line, you did pay for it. Uh, no questions. That you, you made him make the shvu, but you did pay at the end. So he is makni the kefal to you. Because, all right. Says the Gemara, what are they arguing about? So we, we understand the Svaras, but what exactly is the basis for it? Gemara says they're arguing about the reading of the Mishnah in Bamatsia. What does it say in Bamatsia? They're arguing about how to be Medaya correctly. What is the right emphasis, the right implication of the Mishnah in Bamatsia? This not. We learned in Bamatsia, it's in, uh, I think that's it, it's the third parak, Lamed Gimel, in Bamatsia. It says, Amav Gedetzel Behema Oikalim, you left by you, you deposited by your friend by Mekalim. Benignavu Ashabdin was stolen or lost. Alright. Fishilaim if the no questions asked, the Shomer did not invoke his right to make an oath. For Lorotzalishova and he did not want to take an oath, even though technically he could have Share Amru because the din is the halacha is Shomer Chinam Nishba Yotze he can swear to ex- exonerate ex- exempt himself so Nimza Ganev in that case if you find the Ganev Meshandesh Lume Kefal you pay Kefal now who and if the guy slaughtered or sold it he would be paying Meshandesh Lume Arba Chamisha so who would he pay the Knas to of Kefal and Dalad Vehei Lamisha Bikodnetva to the one who the Bikodin was by him, by paying without taking the Shvua, he acquires the Knas, the owner is, uh, is gra- has gratitude, is mocking the Knas to him. Now, Nishba, the Loi Ratzel Shalem, if he swore 
and he refused. He did not want to pay. He invoked his right to take the oath. And then you find the Ganev. So in such a case, it's no question. What's the din? Who do you pay it to? You pay to the owner of the Bikodon. Now, how does a buyer read the price of this Mishnah? Abayah says, read the Mishnah carefully. It says, Abayah Daik Miresha. Abayah is Medayik from the way the, the, the first part of the Mishnah reads. And Rabbah Daik Misafe, Rabbah is Medayik, he implies the emphasis should be from the second half of the Brisa. Now, what is the two rulings? Abayah Daik Miresha, the way Abayah read from the Resha is the Ketani. It says, Shilem, Lo Rotsa Lishava. Why does he buy the Knas? Why does he get the right to Knas? Because it says, Shilem, Lo Rotsa Lishava. Time of the Lo Rotsa Lishava. It's because he did not want to swear. What does it imply? That if he did swear, even if he would have paid, he would not collect the knas. It would go to the owner. Because it's mashma. When does he acquire, when does the shomer acquire dafkev what happened? Said Shilem Verlo Rotsalishava. It's Majma that if he would have sweared, even if he paid, he would not be able to collect the knas. That's the way Abaya read the Raisha the the, the Diuk in the Raisha. Rava Daik Misefa. Rava says, No, you can bring you can imply from the Sefer the opposite. What does the Sefer say? It says Nishba. If he swore Velorotzalishalim and he didn't want to pay. So why does he not collect the knas? Because he didn't want to pay. It's Mashmiv Nishba. If he would have swore, but then he decided that he wants to pay, he would have been able to collect the knas. Time of the Lord Ratzel Shalom, it's only because he didn't want to pay. Ha, Shilem. But it's Mashma if he would have paid. Avabija Nishba, even though he swore, then Lamim Sham, who would, who had collected? Lamisha Bikon, that's the guy who, to the one who had to be caught in the Shomer. So therefore, according to Rava, you medaik the Seifa. According to Rabbiah, you medaik the Rasha. But Lachora, how's each one going to deal with each other's diuk, right? So Abaya Kasha Seifa. Abaya the Seifa is difficult. Uh, what was the Seifa? Because it said Nishba v'lo Ratzel l'shalem. It's Mashma, but it's Ratzel l'shalem. He would get it. I Lachora, according to Abaya, if it's swore, then all bets are off, even if you pay. So how does he read it? So Amalach Abaya. Abaya will tell you that Hachika Amar. This is the way to read the Seifa. Nishba v'lo Ratzel l'shalem kodem ashvua. If it was Nishba, not for Lorotzel Shalom at all. If it was Nishba, for Lorotzel Shalom, and he didn't want to pay up front. That's how to read the Sefer. If it was Nishba, for Lorotzel Shalom up front, he want to pay up front, then, in such a case, you don't get it. But if he was willing to pay up front without having Nishba, then he would get it. So, so the way to, the Rav's Diak was Nishba, for Lorotzel Shalom, it's Mashmah, there would have been Rotzel Shalom, even though he was Nishba, you would still collect the Knas. Abayah says, that's not the way to read it. Nishba, means what does mean up front before he didn't want to pay later afterwards too late already so therefore if you only were willing to swear afterwards so it's Nishba up front but you only swore afterwards even though you, and you only paid afterwards if you paid afterwards too late so therefore so that's how Abayah deals with the Sefer how does Rava deal with the Resha now remember what was the Diak in the Resha it says Shilem Shava. So Abayah said, you see, it's a, it's a shilem, below rotsa lishava, and he didn't want to swear. So it's mashma, it's only because he didn't swear. But if he did swear, even though he paid, it wouldn't help. That's how, uh, 
That's how I buy a redden. How's Rubber going to read it? Because Rubber holds, no, if he pays, even if he pays after the oath, he still gets the right to acquire the knas. How does Rubber read it? So the Rubber kasha how's Rubber going to read it? So Amalach Rubber, Rubber will tell you, this is the way to understand the b'risa. Shilem, what does it mean, he paid, and he didn't want to stand by the oath. It means he took an oath. When he says, it doesn't mean he paid and he didn't want to take the oath. It means he didn't want to stand by the oath. He had already taken the oath. She lame, Veloratza Lamod Bishwas, he didn't want to stand by it. And therefore that mashba that if you pay, even if there was an oath, you're able to acquire the knas. That's how Rubber reads it. Shilem Veloratza Lamod Bishwas, so that's the Pshat. Ella Shilem, so that but you did pay. Salim Shalem, so then in such a case, who does the the guy have to pay the knas to? The Misha Bikodon Etzlo to the person that the Bikodon is by him, which is mean the Shomer who, who is watching the the uh, the the, the Bikodon. Okay. It says more like this. Now, in order to understand the next piece of Gomorrah, we have to understand there is a din that if you are Moda Beknas, if some you some if if, if somebody claims something against you that has a penalty aspect to it. And you admit, so you re, you exonerate yourself from the knas because motive of a knas is potter. The only thing is like this: in order for motive of a knas to be potter, it has to be that you're motor to a litigant. If you go to your next door neighbor, you know I motor, I stole from someone else. That doesn't help you get off the kafel. In order to get off the kafel, who do you have to admit to? You have to admit to the the party. The, 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 the violated party, the injured party. Otherwise, it's not considered to be an admission. We're going to be dealing with over here where there are two parties. There's the shomer and there's the owner. So does the admission to one help if, if it's the shomer, let's say, or let's say the shomer paid and it's to the bilim? Does admission help in such a scenario? That's what tomorrow's question is going to be. All right. Tavu Bailim Lishomer. The Bailim came to the Shomer and he said, Where's my item? Svenishba and he swore falsely that I mean that's why he swore he swore not falsely. He swore that it was stolen. He swore it was stolen. And then they found the Ganav, Hukar Ganav. Tavu Shomer. Now the uh the, the, the Shomer thought he's doing a good thing. Since they've identified where the Ganav is they didn't actually take him to court yet. He goes over to the Ghanav and he said, Hey, you're the guy that stole it from me. And he admitted, he says, You're right, I'm the guy who stole it from you. And then Tavu Bailam, then the Bailam show up a day later, and he, the Bailam, the original, the owners of the item say, You stole it from me, the Khiper. And he denied it to the Bailam. He didn't admit to the Bailam. Bailam he wouldn't admit to. So the Bailam brought Adam. Say so via Adam, so the Bailam brought Adam. Now you have an interesting Shiloh. If you go by the admission to the Shomer, so that he, even though the Adam came later, he already is Potter. We're holding with the Shita that Mordechai Vachabah Adam, you're Potter. So he'd be Potter. On the other hand, since the Shomer, the Shomer swore that he wasn't Chayiv. Maybe that took him out of the picture. Once he swears that it was stolen and he invoked his right to be Potter, he's no longer considered to be like a litigant. If he's no longer considered to be like a litigant, the fact that the, 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 the Ganev admitted to him, that's not a valid admission. And to the, aril, the, the original owner, the, he denied and the original about Adam said he would have to pay the Kefal. Right? So that's, that's, the, that's the question over here. Alright. says like this. Me Niftura Ganav is the Ghana become Potter Bahudas Shomer with the admission of the Shomer. Oh lo, or perhaps not. Alright. 
Or do we say, Lo nifter shomer? And here there's a reason to say not. What would the reason to be saying not is? Because the shomer invoked his right to exempt himself by doing what? By taking an oath. Right? So, so Rava says like this, if it was a true oath, meaning the guy wasn't lying, which is not over here, he still, the Ganev becomes, will, 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 will still be, uh, exonerated admitting to the Shomer. Why? So what Rava holds is like this. You trust the Shomer. Why did you trust the Shomer? The fact that you left the thing by him, and you're also willing to let him take an oath. Which means like this. If the Shomer were able to get his hands back on the object, would you want it to stay with him? Yes. So therefore, when he makes the claim, he's making it on your behalf, because if he was able to get it back, he would. Since you're trusting him, and you would, then, uh, uh, you would want him to try get it back for you. So when he claims to go to the Ghana and says, hey, you took the object, he's representing you. So therefore, the admission is considered to be an admission to an owner. It's like you're an agent, right? But if it comes out that the Shomer actually was false. Now, what does it mean the Shomer is false? Rashi says that the Shomer actually had said something happened and it was like there was no, it was, uh, I wasn't liable. Like uh, it was an owner. It was an owner. So something happened that it wasn't, I wasn't negligent in the fact it was stolen. And what ends up happening is, yes, it was stolen, but the reason why it was stolen is because you were negligent. So therefore, in such a case where he knows you lied, the owner knows you lied. He would not have wanted the object to go back under your jurisdiction. If he would not have wanted the object to go back under jurisdiction, he would not have making the, want him to make the claim on his behalf. If he doesn't want to make the claim on his behalf, then the admission is not a valid admission. Right. So therefore, the guy, in such a case, the guy would have to pay the kefal. So says the Gemara. So therefore, in Besheker Nishba, if it was a false, in Besheker Nishba, then lo nifter shomer, then the guy would not be exempted with the, with the admission of the shomer. Boy, Rovo. Ahmed Lishava Beshak Beshaker. Let's say you, the, the owner had gone to the Shomer and said, What happened to my item? And the, uh, the Shomer was ready to swear, and it would have been a false oath. If he would have sworn, it would have been false. But the owner turned around and said, You know what? Don't bother swearing. I don't want you to swear. Don't swear. So he was going to swear a false oath, but then the owner let him off the hook. It means he didn't let him swear. Mahu. What would be the din? In this case, if the if the shomer goes over to the ganav and says to him, "Hey, you're the guy that took it from me," and the ganav was motored to him, would that be considered a hudah to an owner? On one hand, he never swore falsely. Since he never swore falsely, you could argue the owner still has trust in him. On the other hand, because he was willing to swear falsely. Maybe the owner would not have trust in him. And if the owner does not have trust in him, would not want him to make the claim on his behalf. So do we say, since in the Maisei did not make that false oath, so therefore does he still have the owner's trust or not? That's going to be the Shiloh. Teku. It's unresolved. Rav Kahana Masniach. Rav Kahana learned the Shiloh that Rava asked is the Shiloh. That's how he learned it. Rav Tevyumi had a different version of Rava Shiloh. He's Matniachi. He learned like this. Boy Rava. Nishba l'shakr mahu. If Taka the Shomer swore falsely. The Shomer swore there was no negligence. It was stolen without negligence. It ended up being that there was negligence. And then the Shomer felt bad and he went after the Ganav. And the Ganav admitted to him. 
do we still say that's admission to an owner or not? What's the Shaila? The Shaila is, at the end of the day, the fact he's trying to do, get, make up what he did wrong, the Ghana would, the owner therefore would allow him to try and get it on his behalf. Or do we say not? And then the Shaila is unresolved. Take the matter remains unresolved. Okay, John, we'll stop over here. What time?